Hello, and welcome to Swallows on the Wire, a podcast where I explore slowing down and taking time to really notice the nature that is all around us. I invite you to join me as I delve into the fascinating joys of the natural world and all it gives us if we stop for a moment and pay witness to its wonders. In this episode, I take a look at the small wild in my weekly diary from the 8th to the 14th of November 2021. Monday the 8th of November. I am surprised to see the calibracoa flowering again. Small and pink, perhaps it is sheltered enough under the wisteria. The penstemon has grown new red thumbelina hats and even lavender has new flowers. Flame red stars litter the lawn. Leaves of the acer and others, partridge echo in the fields. The smell of chimney fires is comforting and homely. The dark glossy leaves of a juga are spreading from borders into lawn, as is the cyclamen. I turn and startle a robin from the honeysuckle. It flies, rebuking me, to a holly tree. The view of the fields at the back of the house is becoming clearer as the green-gauge trees lose more of their leaves. Their branches, bare, cross-hatch the sky. A wren gives a gunshot rattle from the tree line. Cracked and empty snail shells have been piled up on one of the paving slabs. The thrush is active. Ivy flowers now have maroon centres on each individual bauble, the clusters of which make up the larger heads. Daisies spot the lawn with white. A collared dove perches on a chimney pot in the end of day sun. Tuesday the 9th of November Slivers of pink and orange cut across the early morning sky, the sun not yet risen. There is a stillness and quiet to the world in the hours before the land becomes busy. The last hawk stands lone sentry in silhouette. There is no breeze to bend its back, to make it dance and sway. The ground appears damp, a message of light rainfall overnight. Grass sheens. Cold stone paths have minuscule rivulets in the cracks and undulations. Spiders' webs hold jewels of water droplets. Returning at early morning in the car, I have to pull over, stop and step out to watch in awe. Over a paddock, a red kite swoops and flies low and lands, breakfast among the grass. My heart is both fast and stopped at the sight. I do not move and yet it is aware of my presence. Agitated, it takes off, circles and lands again. Forked tail, large outstretched wings, beauty. By chance, in the afternoon, I look out of an upstairs window, a flash of movement having caught my eye. A female sparrowhawk has passed over the feeder and is now sat in our hedge. An absence of sparrows, 
stillness, desertion. Unsatisfied, it flies to the neighbor's apple tree. Danger is in the air. No small bird moves. The sparrowhawk leaves, this time without. Late afternoon, I stand at the old gatepost, inhaling autumn. Eyes closed. A song thrush sings its magical mad song, a player of all parts, showcasing its range, triple delights that float over the field into dusk. Wednesday the 10th of November. The world is wearing a damp cloth of grey today. Rain so fine, almost invisible, insidious, relentless. By afternoon, moisture hangs suspended in the air, too light to fall. Stillness, quiet. Where there is colour, it seems to glow in the gloom. Pyracantha, as sharp in colour as its spikes, deep cherry dogwood stems, fire lines of red skyward. Starlings gather and wait on the aerial, watching, wanting a second feed of the day. In the murk of brown-grey sky, more starlings fly over, sturdy dark triangles. A wagtail sits on the roof, struts, repeating its double calls. Its pair flies to the chimney next door. Call, wag, reply. Together they fly into the blurred distance. Pinpricks of colour stand out in the dusky air. Red penstemon, purple lavender, yellow jasmine, pink calibracoa. Tiny fawn brown mushrooms stand from lawn, hidden among leaf litter. Nothing makes a sound or moves. Dampness closes in softly. Thursday the 11th of November. Before first light and then a creeping in of dusky pink and brown sky. Light slips into white. Fog enshrouds. More red stars lie fallen on green grass. Crimson, five-petaled leaves and white domes of mushrooms create fairy paths. A robin clicks and trills from a hawthorn. Another replies from Cotoniasta. Darts of feathers lie both sharp and soft. Crisscross bare branches shape shades of trees. Berries shine and glow all of the reds against green. The smell of damp foliage. Funnel webs create intricate lace in the moss and grass accentuated by fine water droplets. It is the cold not of frost but wet. Pink and grey cotton wool clouds glide serenely as the light fades. Tumults of tiny flying insects ball in flight. The song thrush is vocal in the distance. Limp yellow flags hang at the ends of the cherry tree branches. A dog barks. As the world becomes more sparse, sounds echo. Birdsong, 
the click of a gate, chicken settling, the puppet squeak of jackdaws. Flat blades of grass lie flat and heavy with water. A half moon sits in the sky. Cleavers, dead nettles and cow parsley begin to grow again, fresh greens in an upended year. Magpies and crows, another night so still. Friday the 12th of November. A sombre and silent world, heavy with gloom. The feeling of being closed in. Light has not shown its face today. Damp fields of slick brown earth, choppy and ploughed, glinting with flint turned and exposed by metal claws. Birds fly solemnly as dark indistinct shapes diffused by pervading grey. Rain presses the world still closer. At work before light, home after dark, a day in which I have to, once again, content myself with the things brought in from previous days. Soft, silver-green eucalyptus stands and splays in a jar, dried and smelling lightly of sleep. Among the oval leaves are the bright orange baubles of crocosmia seeds. They line the stems in alternation of placement. Silver paper moons of honesty nestle at the centre, translucent, delicate. Bright red leaves bring fire. Saturday the 13th of November Pools of leaves puddle around the base of trees. Without wind, there has been no flight and scatter. The dropped foliage is a mirror to what is left as yet unfallen. The sky is still dull and grey, but provides stark contrast to the sudden explosion of colour from the trees. A light show is happening. Driving country roads is to explore golden tunnels. Burnished bronze, russets, tarnished orange line banks. There is a boldness of thick colour. Tree after tree, hedgerows and all things in between have conspired to wear their finest outfits all at once. Flags of wide flat grasses flame in soft orange from ditches. Against the sombre sky, fans of gold splay from outstretched branches. Depth is delivered by the foreground of tall dried stems of teasel and spent wildflower. Dark browns mottled with black, places of refuge for small insects. Patchwork fields alternate brown and green. Stalked by birds, they move with feathered foraging. Sunday the 14th of November. Fat pigeons sit on dull wires, whirring wing beats of sparrows, paper hurricanes, as they all take off at once, then return again to land en masse in the hedge. The bright green moss on the trunk of the cherry tree looks matted and old, 
bedraggled by damp. The salvia hotlips sprawl still, pinpricks of red and white flowers. Yellow stars of winter jasmine multiply along dark, sturdy stems entangled with honeysuckle. Claws of bramble encroach on spiked arms, gripping fingers into earth to appear from underground a distance away. Dandelions grow full and wide floppy leaves in the early potato bed. An earlier relative now sports a clock of fine seeds, an effervescent ball of delicate spores. Purple dead nettles grow out of edges. Bright pinks and reds of new geranium flowers poke holes in the dim light with their colour. And colour is there. Among the gloom and grey of a week with no sunlight and enshrouding opaque skies, the natural world has worn its finest robes of orange, yellow and red. And I am thankful for that. Thank you for listening to Swallows on the Wire. You can follow Swallows on the Wire on Instagram at Swallows on the Wire or follow more of my works by visiting my website jenny-may.com.